Alrighty, we're back. Another episode of Post Fades and Cheese Steaks. This is episode 55. Big uh, stuff. Big stuff, big stuff. Usual, usual suspects tonight. We got a, or this morning or this afternoon, whenever you're listening. Uh, myself, Dakota, and of course, Tim. Uh, so Thursday, we had the NFL uh, release the schedules for all the 32 teams. Um, I don't, I don't know like when this became such like a big thing. Like, I feel like probably in like the nineties, it probably was like, Oh, here's the schedule of people. Let me like print on a sheet of paper. And like, but nowadays, especially me being in, in sports, like I follow a ton of people on Twitter who like working creative and stuff for like NFL teams. And I see all of these like crazy, like people, they put so much time and money in like videos for schedule drops. Oh, absolutely. It's insane. Like they get celebrities to do shit. Like, uh, the Eagles one this year was a little more tame than their – usually they, they go out all out, but this one was like they hired a, a graffiti artist, I think. And oh, then that's kind of like, cool. Yeah, it was oh, cool. I, did. I didn't see that. Well, I mean, you got to, you know, match the hype to the expectations. Yeah. Uh, the bang- and I saw the Bengals was, was cool. They had like, um, like former Bengals players, and they made them into like – remember how I did that Embiid, like rotating card thing? Yeah. They did like something similar where it was like they'd show a – they go like, oh, week four, we play, you know, the Ravens or whoever. And they would be like a highlight from one of their like Bengals Hall of Fame players and like show a highlight in his card and stuff. So they get teams, get teams get creative. And the other one I saw was the Broncos. They had Peyton Manning come back as an intern. And then they were oh, like, no. yeah, he was like, oh, I beat that team and that team and that team. That's pretty um, good. Did you, uh, my favorite, I didn't look at all of them, but my favorite, did you see the Chargers? With the pop tarts thing, yeah, it was like such a ridiculous it. idea. And then I'm like scrolling, like these flavors are just absurd. Like, what? Oh, yeah. Who came up with this? Like, I saw dead leaves, like ground beef. The Eagles, what, the Eagles one was doing? like uh, ranch flavored pop tarts. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? Who came up with this? My my favorite was the uh, Dallas Cowboys because every other team they played had yeah. pop tart, and then they had the Cowboys great value pop tarts. <laughs> See, I like that, but you know, there was another one I liked was uh, the Patriots. They put the unfrosted strawberry pop tart. It was the only pop tart that's actually a real pop tart, but it's like by yeah. far the worst. Like everyone boring. hates. <laughs> everyone hates unfrosted pop strawberry. Yeah. I don't know why they make it, but I think, nah. I think the, the Browns was like beans. Like they were Big so beans. weird. Yeah, it was, it was pretty odd, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm excited. It's got me, it's got me hype. You were, I mean, I don't even remember being that big of a deal until really they started doing like NFL network. And then the NFL became a 365 day a year uh, league. So yeah. it's, it's perfect timing. You know, the draft is over with, we've done all the dissections. We've done all the grades. We've done all the projections. Um, now we needed something new to talk about to get us through the summer and the schedule release came out and man, I'm pumped. It's like, it's like that Christmas morning, you come down, you look at all your presents, you're looking at the big boxes, you're looking at the ones with the extra wrapping paper and stuff. And you're like, wonder what that is. I wonder what awesome thing that is. And then you look at the schedule and you look at the games and you're like, you know what? Wonder how that game's going to play out. Maybe are the Eagles going to upset either of the Super Bowl can, uh, teams from last year when they bring them in uh, uh, to link this year? Who knows? But we'll wait until the fall to find out. Yeah. Um, so speaking of the Eagles, I have their schedule loaded up right here. Um, and they, they have according to like percentages they actually ended up getting the easiest schedule in the nfl of all the 32 teams which in my time of watching eagles i don't think has ever happened no because usually we have like i know last year we had a we had like the six hardest or like the eighth hardest or something like that yeah um but the yeah so they calculate that by taking all of their all the opponents that they faces um like win percentages and then they just like come to a, a number and then the Eagles came out to like a 430%, like 0.430, so all below 500. Well, I mean, um, it helps that you're playing six games against your division where a yeah, below and 500 they, team won the division. So right. You know, that's and that def- yeah, and because the Cowboys – so Eagles were 32 and then the Cowboys were 31. So, yeah, that definitely impacts that. Um, but, yeah, I, we talked a little bit earlier before we jumped on, but I, I wouldn't say that they have the easiest schedule. I mean, the division games are always tough, and – I mean, they have to play both Super Bowl teams, the Chiefs and the Bucks. Yeah. Um, the Saints are always tough. Even you no know, Drabree, so it'll be interesting to see how they how they pan out. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a doable. I mean, before even seeing the schedule and and knowing who we were gonna play, I felt if Jalen Hurts 
played and he played up to, you know, how he played at the end of last year and the team stayed relatively healthy. I felt like they were a seven and nine, eight and eight team again. Um, but I mean, that's the best possible situation, I think. And, you know, you know, there's going to be some injuries. We're always injured. And I mean, the schedule, you know, there's a couple, you, you said it's the worst record, but there are teams like, you know, the 49ers who didn't have a great record last year, who, you know, right. are going to be better this year. I'd ex- yeah. I expect the Falcons, another team that weren't great last year to be much better this year. We always Chargers, play like, we always play the Falcons the first game of the season. Now. I don't know why. This... That's why I say it's either the Falcons <laughs> or the rest Redskins. It's like, they're so uncreative. It's we always Atlanta or Washington. We always play Atlanta in the wild card and we always play Atlanta to open our season. I don't know why. Yeah. I, yeah. But uh, I, I mean, there are some, you know, there's obviously some juggernauts on this schedule and there's some sneaky teams that I think are going to be uh, pretty tough. Like I expect the Chargers to be difficult, you know, the Raiders to be a little bit better. Um, Niners, I already said, and the Falcons. Um, so we'll see. I, I yeah. like the, uh, the the four division games to end the year coming off that bye, and then you got four division games right in a row. If this division is as terrible as it was last year, that could be a stretch that gets you the division title. Besides... Um... But this it's crazy to look at because week 11, they play the Saints. And then week 12, they play the Giants for the first time. And then they play the Jets week 13. Then they have a bye, which is week 14, which is such a late bye. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I'd rather have a late bye than a way too early bye. Like a week – when does this start? Week four, I think, is the earliest, or week five? Those are think, so, Yeah, right around there. Yeah. So early. But you basically play, like besides the Jets, you play like – week 12 to the end of the season is just all oh, division games yeah it's your whole division i mean it's, giants it's, jets by then washington new york washington dallas like that's nuts because remember we have 17 games now not 16 yeah no i i i'm actually pretty surprised how heavy it is the um the division and the i mean you're yeah. looking you that giants game in week 12 you're gonna have one division game under your belt beforehand and then you'll start your you know your division trek yeah i this is you know I mean, every year I, I feel like I, I think this because of um, we get to watch so much of the NFCs that we get a grasp of the talent levels. I mean, I would not be surprised if it was the same as it was last year, just like bottom feeders. But I also wouldn't yeah. be surprised if like it was competitive. I mean, like the Giants are a couple pieces away from being more competitive. Washington's like Washington, from what I was watching a little bit today, like a lot of people are high on them because of how strong their defense is and they think, Ryan Fitzpatrick or like, you know, some younger quarterback can, can win them games with their defense. And then Dallas is talented on offense. They just got to figure it out on defense. And then the Eagles are just, you know, they got to figure a lot of things out, but yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I I do agree with you there. I I do. I could definitely see another eight and eight, nine and seven division winner. Yeah. You know, listen, Ryan Fitzpatrick's never going to get me excited. It just, it just won't happen. I don't, I don't think he Washington's there yet. Doesn't arouse you? <laughs> no, the Washington's not there yet. I, I mean, their defense is good, but this isn't that good of a defense to just make up for the fact their offense is just inept. Uh, the know. Giants, uh, Giants don't excite me. You know, I they'll have Saquon healthy, um, and they drafted the uh, Tooney, so maybe their offense can do a little bit more. Um, but I, I don't know. I. I still think they're, you know, the defense is up and, you know, up and coming. Joe Judge is a good coach. He's got a good unit there. But Daniel Jones, I just, I have no faith in Daniel Jones. It, the Cowboys are the team um, that I see as a potential, you know, juggernaut. Or not even a juggernaut, but a team that can actually make some noise in the playoffs. Where last year, I feel like everyone just looked as whoever was playing the NFC East winner was just going to get a bye week in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's hard to, like, even without Prescott, I mean, Dallas still had, Andy Dolan was a serviceable starter. I mean, it was that defense that was so bad. And they're still like, they're a really young defense now and they still have holes. Um, secondary is still pretty questionable, but we'll see. I, I, I think they could still get exposed and Dak Prescott's going to have to throw for gaudy numbers again, just to catch up, but we'll see. Um, do you want to jump right in and go week, you know, week by week and kind of figure out the Eagles, uh, potential let's do it let's do it record here all right so week one like we were saying we play uh at the falcons yeah that's a one o'clock game and we only have two primetime games from what i saw uh a cowboys i believe it's monday night and then a sunday night against the bucks no thursday thursday night yeah thursday Thursday. but uh yeah starting week one 
Falcons. Um, honestly, this game, I, I think, I think the 2019 season we played the Falcons in the home opener and we lost on that, like, what was it? Like a fourth and three, like there's like two minutes left and like oh, yeah, caught a the, screen and then ran like 60 yeah. yards down the field. Jake Matthews steamrolled. Uh, I forget who it was, whoever the cornerback was, but uh, Nelson yeah. Aguilar had his first, you know, drop. That oh was yeah, his yeah. I forgot. That oh, that, that was, was that was a brutal game. That one, that game really pissed me off. Like that was one of those that I was really mad about losing that one. Um, uh, just the way, just the way they lost was just crushing. Yeah, I think, I think the Falcons will. Every year they look like they'll be good, and then they kind of become like meh. Um, I'm leaning towards a a week one victory for the Eagles. Really? Yeah, see, you know what? The new coaching staff, your new quarterback, there's going to be so many new players on this team. Uh, If the Eagles put something together, it's going to be later in the season in my eyes. I I don't think they're going to come out of the gates. I'm just saying, looking at like the first five weeks, if they don't win this game, it's a little scary. Yeah, no, I I agree with you, but – I, I I'm a little bit high on the Falcons. I think Arthur Smith is going to come in there and do really good things to Matt Ryan, like he did with Tannehill. Like there's talent on that offense. The defense yeah. is garbage, but you know, with the, the there's a lot of changes for the Eagles, and I, I don't think they're going to put it all together week one. I, I, I think it's a tough game. I think the Falcons will be tough this year, so I'm putting it out. I, I don't right. think they're winning that I'm, one. I'm especially I'm, in Atlanta. That's a tough one. I'm fine with that because I felt like it was a toss up. So I'll, I'll agree with you there. Um, then week two, like I'm going to be honest. If the Niners are fully healthy, I don't think the Eagles – I don't think this is a close game. I think the Niners win. Yeah. See, I actually felt better about the Eagles winning against the Niners than I did the Falcons. I, I'm glad to see that we're already off to a terrible start, and <laughs> you are thinking the exact opposite that I am. So, <laughs> Well, it's just, you know, the 49ers, they're a weird team because, you know, they were very injured last year. Um, who knows what they do with Jimmy G? You know, is Jimmy G even going to be on the team at this point? Because, I mean, I don't see Trey Lance beating us, you know, week two, and you know, an experienced rookie. Um, you're probably right. I mean, San Francisco traveling to Philly cross country makes me think that we have a better chance. But I do agree that I do think the 49ers are going to be pretty deep. So I probably would lean to 0-2 to start the season. All right. Yeah, I think that's – I think that could be uh, doable. This is where it gets tricky. I think no matter what, the Eagles and Cowboys split. Someone wins, someone loses. Um, I agree. Monday night. You know what? I think I think they'll take the first one because I think game the last week of the season will come down to like the Cowboys need to win to, to clinch the division or something. The Eagles will probably be like, you know, on their four on their fifth line and you know no, yeah, no, I Joe Flacco I, is starting because Jalen broke his arm or something <laughs> like it's... no i i actually agree with you 100 percent. that that seems exactly how this will play out yeah. the eagles will win the big one the monday night football game against dallas will have all the hype in the world while we'll the chiefs coming in next week but the cowboys will end up winning the one in the, in the season for them to you know clinch a third seat or, or a second seat or whatever they need mm-hmm. um all right so the eagles are now one and three then we get in the uh welcome the chiefs to lincoln financial field andy reed coming back uh i mean yeah i don't i don't think there's any chance of this. the chiefs I, typically start off like eight you know and then they start to lose games so i, I think i'll lean chiefs <laughs> i don't i i know it's been a while since uh reed's been here but i have to have a feeling that he's looking forward to this game um philadelphia is so important to him like that's a majority of his career obviously he's resurrected his career with kansas city and patrick Mahomes now but this has to be a game he's excited for to come into philly at any moment and just torch him and I fully expect them to torch them, and I don't think it's going to be very close. Yeah, I, I think Chiefs is a good pick there. And I, also, it's it's so hard to really understand. Like, it's easy to say that this Eagles team is going to be mediocre or below just because it's so unknown. But like we, you know, I we've seen teams come in with new staffs and still have success. It's just depend. Like, I don't know what this defense is going to look like under oh, a whole yeah. new, new scheme and stuff. And I don't know what the offense is going to look like, who our running backs and receivers going to be like, it's a lot of question marks, but I think, yeah, I, said, I think the if, problem, they, if they stay healthy, it's going to be, they'll be, they'll be moderately competitive. Yeah. The problem with the Eagles, uh, they're like in that 
that middle ground. Like they brought yeah. in a whole new coaching staff. But if you look at the roster, there's really not many changes. It's pretty much the same roster from last year. Obviously, they didn't have any money to go get anyone. Yeah. And, you know, the your best players are still the guys that were already on the team. They Most of them were, were hurt last year. But, I, you know, it would be interesting to see how quickly they gel new coaching staff with old roster, you know, the roster that was already there. But it might take a couple of games. And, this, you know, you mentioned that if they lose the 49ers and, Niner, uh, and the Falcons to, you know, start the season, they could be in for a rough stretch here. Yeah. Um. But moving on, we have week five. We have another one. A lot of most of these games are ones. And then obviously the West Coast teams are all going to be four o'clock games. But Sunday, we got week five, the Panthers. Panthers are another team that's really confusing because you don't know how Sam Donald's going to pan out. They're pretty young on defense as well. But uh, I don't know. I feel like. I feel like this is like a game where Jalen has like a really like Jalen Hurts has a really nice like game on the on the ground. Mm-hmm. Maybe has like a 150 rushing yards, 150 passing yards, four touchdowns, like big time. I actually I, I do feel good about this. I uh, I went to I remember my first away game I went to uh, with the Eagles was the year after the Super Bowl when they went to Tampa and Fitzmagic and Deshaun Jackson oh, just torched them. Yeah. Damn. It was that pretty brutal. Was so frustrating to watch. It was pretty. I, I remember I watched it in a bar, and I was like, yeah. "Well, I'm gonna need another beer." And it's only like four o'clock. <laughs> I watched it in like 95 degree sweltering heat in Tampa in, in September. So yeah, it was not fun. But that game, I'll say, it was all Philly. I remember I was in the security <laughs> line waiting to get my ticket scanned, and I I put an EAGLAS chant out there, and everyone was feeling it. Every bar was packed with Eagles fans. It was great. This game, this Carolina game, makes me feel like this might be the the game that all the Phillies fans uh, go down and just take over. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's close enough to make a nice little drive out of it. Decent game, you know. Panthers, you know, team on up and up, as you said, but there's a little more excitement to them this year than there was last. Yeah. Matt Rule's a Temple guy, and I think that this could be a game that sees a lot of Eagles fans down there, and I think it helps their chances. So I'm going to give the Eagles the win here as well. Uh, before they go into the short week and bring in, you know, the goat. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I this this kind of reminds me of um, I can't remember what year it was, uh, but there was a couple years back. I know Malcolm Jenkins was on the team, um, and the Eagles upset the Patriots because um, Jenkins had like a pick six, and they won by like two touchdowns or something. Yeah, and that was that was a year when the Eagles weren't very good. Um, I, I have a I'd like this could be an upset. I feel like they could sneak in and, and steal one from the Bucks. How are you feeling? I, Thursday night, week six game. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't I don't feel the same uh, the way you do. Uh, I I think this is a pretty tough one. You know what? Thursday night, short notice. I'm gonna go with the team that's you know, veteran established. They know they're all business. It's the young team, inexperienced coach. You know, this might be, you know, a tough turnaround, especially coming off what I'm assuming is going to be a pretty uh, big win against the Panthers, you know, to really help your season, get you back to, uh, you know, two and three. But I, I don't see us beating Buccaneers. I see Brady coming in here and doing his thing. All right. I can live with that. Um, all right. So now Eagles are two and four. Lovely. Uh, week seven. I think they could reel off a couple wins here, though, coming up. Um, oh, this is the this is the stretch of schedule that matters for them because this like, is I, I the, think, yeah. Honestly, they could rip off four straight here. Um, Broncos and Chargers are kind of question marks. I'm always a little higher on the Chargers than most people. I like the Chargers this year. I think I think they're gonna be pretty solid. That offense should look pretty good. They yeah. brought in a, a lot of offensive line help. Herbert's stud. Um, I I think they have the makings of a pretty solid team there. Yeah, but before we get to that, let's start at uh, number week seven. We have Raiders, a uh, four o'clock game in Vegas, like you said. That'd yeah, be a fun a, trip. That's uh that's the one I'm looking at. I it's funny, I, as we were talking, you know, called my boy JT the break on serious, and he told me after he cut me off, he's just he's like, Yeah, just, every Vegas game is always sold out. There's no way you'll get tickets. And there, and he's like, I'm calling my Vegas nation to make sure that scumbag Eagles fans will not get tickets either. I was like, All right. Oh, you're, you're, 
calling into other stations now, giving them the uh, master class of the post phase and she stakes podcast. Spread it out. I'm I'm a generous person. It's a giving, you know, always giving. But uh, you know, I I don't know. The Raiders are a team. I'm just like, I feel like we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting, and we're always waiting for this team to get better. You know, John Gruden mm. came in, Mike Mayock, big things happened. They tore it all down. Contract. Yeah, they had three first-round picks the first year because they just gave up the whole team. Mm. Now we're in year, what, three or four? I believe this is year for Gruden. Already, wow. And I think we're at the point, like, you know, all the first-round picks have already been drafted. You know, all the mm. picks you had from Amari Cooper and Khalil Mack. I see Amari Cooper and Khalil Mack still as very good players right now. And the Raiders, you'd have a tough time convincing me they're better right now than they were before Gruden came in, before they made all those trades. Yeah. Uh, back when they had the core of, you know, Cooper, Mack, and Derek Carr. I still don't think this team is really scary. They, again, had a very questionable draft. I have been a big Derek Carr hater. I think he's extremely overrated. Um, the defense has left a lot to be desired. They haven't really done anything to excite me there. I don't think the Raiders are a very good team. I feel like they're going nowhere. I think they might have capped out last year, whatever they did, like 7-9 or, or whatever. I think that's the best they're probably going to get. I expect them to be worse this year. So I'll go Eagles here. I, I think they'll have a good fan base too. You know, first season in Vegas, I think it'll be a good game. Yeah, I uh, I agree with you. I think the Eagles pull off the win here. Um, yeah, I, I feel like every – for the last, like, three years, I've been saying it's going to be Derek Carr's make-or-break season. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, he does, like – either, like, has a couple good games, a couple bad games, so he kind of, like, evens himself out. And you're like, all right, maybe next year he'll be worse or better. Yeah. It doesn't and he improve. just keeps being mediocre. It's like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> that was the one thing I never understood about Gruden taking over is he blew up the whole team, got rid of everyone that had value, but kept the quarterback. Like he, I, I just assumed that he would have wanted to use all those picks he got and go get himself a franchise quarterback instead of just living a mediocrity with Derek Carr. But, hey, it's the Raiders. Who the hell knows? Who knows? Moving on, another Sunday game, uh, 1 o'clock at Whew. Detroit. Uh, heavyweight Detroit. battle heavyweight battle here baby yeah i'm not sure i'm about detroit this year they're they're rebuilding at the moment so i would go eagles by default although the lions oh seem to give us trouble sometimes i don't know why i was furious when they lost to the lions last time they played with that ridiculous kickoff return touchdown oh yeah. we're in the age we're in the age of the nfl where the kickoff has been completely eliminated the only team i've seen in the last i think five years gave up a kick return touchdown is the eagles um, so no, they have to right their wrongs from the last time. If they lose the Lions, this is a top five draft pick team. No, that's I, I honestly can't put it any other way because if you lose the Lions, that's gonna gut punch you. And yeah. you're gonna get into a couple, you know, you're gonna play bring LA here, the Chargers, who I think will be pretty good. Then you're gonna have to go to Denver, and then you know the Saints, who I expect to be pretty good before you run the division gauntlet. Mm-hmm. You need these easy wins. I would I don't know if I say wheezy, but you need these, you know, beat the Raiders, beat the Lions beat these teams you should be beating yeah we'll see um how are we feeling about chargers so eagles are back home after two weeks on the road um no this is another toss-up game this one and then the one after against the broncos i think are toss-ups you think it go either way depends on how well it depends on how well hurt because this is the midway of the season now week nine so it depends on how well herbert's playing um i I think he, I think he could kind of have a lesser year, like still be good, but not be like as electric as he was. Um, they have a new staff as well. So this is like rookie coaches battle. Yeah. I think yeah. it's tough. I think the Chargers probably have the better defense. Yeah. Um, offensively, I could make the argument for the Eagles. Um, uh, but that's I, be a strong I, argument, but sure. I mean, they have, yeah, Keenan Allen, and but I don't see, you know, the, I, I'm i a little high on Justin Herbert this year because last year watched him, he was pretty exciting and he did some a lot of good things as a rookie, but he lost pretty much all those games. Like he took, I know the Mahomes to the overtime and he was close in all these games all the time and he was there, but he never won any of them and they didn't really finish with a great record. Um, you know, Second year now, I think that experience is going to help him. I think he's going to be a little sharper. I think they helped him a lot on the offensive line with drafting Slater, who fell in their lap, and um, signing Lindsley. So I think that's going to go a long way. 
I like the Chargers as a sneaky wild card team. I, I don't think the Eagles are going to be able to beat them. I, I do see the Chargers coming in and knocking them off. Mm. I will say, though, I feel better about the Broncos game pending Aaron Rodgers being there. But I don't know if you beat the Chargers, but I do like going into Denver and beating the Broncos. Um, all right. I, I was going to say I feel like the Eagles usually beat the Chargers, but if you are so con- so uh, convinced that they're going to win, then – it's gonna be, listen, because look, I was I was looking at it this way. If 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 we picked the Eagles to beat the Chargers, I would have had them look and look. Oh, let's we win three in a row, and then they would have gotten upset by the Broncos. So I'm gonna I'm I'm just gonna skip ahead here. I'm gonna say Eagles beat the Broncos in a rebound game. Yeah, unless uh, Aaron unless Rodgers Aaron Rodgers is there. Yeah, unless Aaron Rodgers on <laughs> that team, I the 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 Broncos have a lot of issues. If they bring in Aaron Rodgers, that get that gets rid of all their issues. But unless they do that. Maybe Bridgewater plays well. We don't know. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. But, you know, sorry. <laughs> you sound like an optimistic Denver Bronco fan that's going to tell me that Drew Locke is developing into a stud quarterback. I wouldn't say stud. but um, All right, so I guess we'll be in a – yeah, I think it's fair to say week 9 and 10, so Chargers at the Eagles and the Eagles at Denver. I think they'll split one like those two games, win one, lose one. That is going to be the most important part of your schedule is those four games there because they're all winnable yes. games. Yes. And the the first six, you know, you're looking at if you break rather, 500. If you get 500 at the first six, that's an absolute win. That's yeah. a huge win. I would much rather, like, I actually, now that I'm looking at it, I really like this schedule because of how it's, but like, you play your hardest opponents in the beginning of the season. Niners, oh, Falcons. Buccaneers and Chiefs, and then that's the rest of it's like middle of the road teams, and then yeah. your division. So well, I, when are you when are you going to catch one of these really good teams sleeping? You're not going to beat the Chiefs, the Buccaneers, or the Niners in Week 12. Not when they are that's, locked. That's in. why I'm saying weeks. I mean, Week Six maybe a little too far in, but yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even, if the Eagles beat the, the Chiefs in like a close game, it wouldn't completely shock me because it's early. Like Chiefs just can lose a game early. It's not I no, not be... not Andy Reid coming to Philly. I yeah, don't that's see week him ever four. Losing. That's September team. September is always weird. Like team, we, we never really under you don't really know teams about till like mid October. I feel like then you start to get a feel for for where the teams are at. I'm but... telling you, Andy is not coming in and losing to the Eagles in Philadelphia. That's I mean, not happening. Uh, if I had this conversation with him, I'm sure he would say he wants to win. But <laughs> you'd hope. I mean, uh, I, I feel I feel that sentiment about the first two weeks with the Falcons Niners, like. Those are two teams that, you know, didn't do great last year, but had a lot of, you know, injuries or, you know, just personnel issues or coaching issues. Yeah. Uh, I think you catch, you know, I think you catch either of them. Um, we, we picked the Eagles losing both those games, but I wouldn't be surprised if they won both those games at the same time. Um, so we'll see. Uh, on to the next one. It's, well, I don't think, uh, Drew Brees or not, I, we just never beat the Saints. I don't care yeah. if they're home or not. I'm not, yeah. And it's something about maybe I'm a little more bullish on James Winston than everyone else. I don't think the Saints are me that bad this year. I, they're tough. I don't like James Winston. I don't care that he sat behind Drew Brees and he's like, you know, put more into his like quarterback game. Like I just never liked him as a quarterback. But I agree with you. I think the Saints. It's for whatever reason, they just always destroy the Eagles. So yeah, um, it's never Saints actually. I, and I thought this um, last year. I want to say I think it was the Buccaneers game in the playoffs, mm-hmm. but Taysom Hill was hurt, didn't play, and you just saw, wow, Drew Brees really doesn't have it anymore. He looked like a shell of himself out there, and I feel like having Taysom Hill as the gadget guy kind of made it easier for Drew Brees because he was because he required so much defensive attention. Mm-hmm. Hill did that it made it easier for Breeze to read the defense, you know, find the open man. Once you took hell out of it and it was just all Breeze, man, teams were just t- taken to him. He he looked terrible out there. He looked like he had nothing left. I wasn't surprised. When I saw that game, I was not surprised that he retired. You know, yeah. he clearly had nothing left. And Sean Payne was coaching his ass off and turned Taysom Hill into a gadget guy that teams had to respect. Um, and it, it benefited Drew Breeze a lot. Yeah, it's crazy how, team, like, some players, like, are at the top of the game, and then like a couple of games go by, or like a, a month goes by, and all of a sudden they're just like dead. Like, hey, I'll pre- I, I, you know, this I preached that Philip Rivers was going to have an Eli Manning year last year, and he <laughs> held his own and didn't look that bad. Drew Brees had his Eli he Manning, year, too, right? though. yeah, I, but at least he went off, you know, 
off a Bang. good season. Drew Brees looked terrible, man. If you didn't, if he, Taysom Hill wasn't on that team, I think you'd really realize how bad Drew Brees was. Yeah. Um. All right, we heading into Week Twelve. Eagles sit at five and six. Not okay. bad for them. Not bad. Not bad. Um, I think so. Like I said, I think they split with Dallas, but I on like it's so hard to tell because we really don't know what this team is how this team is going to play like if they're really bad they could probably get swept by the division but i i think what happens is because the eagles tend to play the division pretty well Uh, i mean at least under doug they did so i'm looking at it this way they split with the cowboys they split with either washington or new york but then either it was so it had to be washington or new york they'll go two and oh against them is how i'm kind of feeling I I could agree with that. If you're going with that sentiment, I kind of like. I, see I would, I would say them. They always have the Giants number. I would kind of lean towards the split on Washington. I was, I was going to yeah. say I, I could see them beating Washington off the bye week, mm-hmm. and then that Week 17 matchup against uh, Washington, where you could realistically probably see both of them um, contending for the division. Yeah, and I I just feel like Washington might be in a better situation than we are, and take that game a little bit more serious. And I think that might be tougher for them to win. I could see that. I mean, so you have – I mean, they, they would end up, like, losing two straight to end the season if that's the scenario. Honestly, wouldn't surprise me. All right. Well, let's get there when we get there. So then next up with the Jets, I think the Jets are going to be a – they'll have a bad year. But yeah, they're finding, they're finding their way, trying to build pieces together. And, and they have some talent. It wouldn't shock me if they did, you know, six and ten, no, seven it, and nine. But I think they'll be another two, three-win team. Yeah, this is another. This is just like the Detroit game. If you lose this game, then wow, you are a lot bad. You're a lot worse than we we thought you were going to be. If you lose yeah. the Jets, the Lions, you're drafted in the top five. You can't afford to lose those games. Um, I just want to say off the rip, <laughs> based on how this is going, Eagles fans are going to be pissed because we have them zero and five at home. <laughs> we have pretty much every away game, which every away team winning. Sound, which doesn't sound right. Um, it doesn't well you know what the, the questionable one is we have the niners and the Chargers both taking the west coast trip and just beating the eagles that yeah and i i would be surprised i i kind of like both those teams a little bit better than the eagles going into this season but mm-hmm. man if you have two west coast teams come across the country and beat you at home that that's a pretty rough look yeah but i think coming off the bye they get their first home win of the season that's crazy to me that would yeah that would um, be pretty rough so yeah we can actually like based on what we were saying earlier, we can probably speed through this. So then we, I mean, six- if you wanted to, if you, if you like talk about the home schedule, like, would you be surprised if this week 15 Washington game is the first home win? Like I, you got the Buccaneers, the chiefs, the Niners, then chargers, the saints. I think the chargers are the team that you maybe expect them to beat at home, but man, that is a tough stretch at home. I think they could definitely upset between the Niners chiefs and bucks. One of those teams, but yeah, I, Look, I mean, would I expect them to be one? I would expect them to have a better home record in a way, but this is just how the schedule came out. Maybe but, not this year. I mean, you're playing the Detroit and the Jets uh, yeah. away, you know, the Panthers away, the Broncos away. I just, I, I mean, hey, you want your best teams at home? Give yeah. yourself a better advantage. We can go uh, with that. So going into the bye, hold on, now I'm confusing myself. Going into the bye, they were six and seven. So then we have them. Off of by being Washington. And then week 16, we, we agreed that they'll take both games from the Giants. Mm-hmm. And then we said week 17, they lose to Washington because they're in the, I mean, honestly, the Eagles are in the division battle right now, too. They lose that to Washington, true. then lose to Dallas, the last game, finish yeah. seven and oh, seven and 10. That doesn't make sense. 17 games. Oh, you're right. That's so weird to look at. Look, look at you. You had your first oh, little. Wait a minute. You had your first so, little double take on week seven, uh, seventeen weeks. Seven and ten. I can see it. I can see it. I, sure. You know, I, I, I mean, it seems very believable. The first three weeks, I think, will tell us because those are three teams that are. You know, oh, wait, I, hold on. I lied. We had them beating the. Wait, why did I click on the Giants for both those? Hold on. Now we got to redo it because I'm stupid. It's, they actually came out to be nine and eight because I wow. clicked on the wrong, the wrong thing. Yeah. So nine and eight, that's that's more respectable. Yeah, we got them winning four games in a row there at the end of the season. 
Yeah, man, look I mean, at. Could you imagine that heartbreak? Yeah, well, four we, games and then to lose back to back to watch. I know. I was like, could you imagine the heartbreak? You go in, you win two before your bye week. Probably can you know hype yourself a little bit? You know that you're in the division hunt. Then you win the next two after the bye week. Now you're definitely talking division. Then you go and drop two games to your rivals to end the year and probably eliminate yourself in the playoffs. Yeah. That that would be a brutal stretch to the end of the season. Let's um real quick, let's just quickly go through the other teams. So how about I'll be I'll be Dallas and I'll just go through and pick their games really quick. And then you can be Washington and then we'll split the Giants. All right. All right. Home opener. Yeah, they're not being the Buccaneers. Um I think they'll beat the Chargers. Uh, then, going out there. Yeah, lose the Eagles. They'll beat Panthers. They'll split with the Giants. I'll have a win there. Lose to the Patriots, I think. Really? Yeah. All right. I don't know. Bill Belichick. That, but... You never know. Yeah. Cam Newton. I Vikings are that. also a big question mark. Uh hmm. Vikings are a weird team. They've got yeah. talent there. I think Dalvin Cook goes off if he's healthy. Beat the Broncos. Falcons get the revenge. Um, Chiefs win. And then they're going to rip off a couple here. They beat the Raiders, beat the Saints, I think. Beat Washington, beat New York again. New York's going to have a rough season. <laughs> uh, lose to Washington. No, actually, I take that back. They'll split with the Giants. You are all over the place. I am. You just can't make up your mind here. Um, beat the Cardinals, and then they beat the Eagles. So they win three straight to finish the year. They finish eight and nine. Wow. Wait, you just said you have them winning three straight to end the year? You just put them losing against Washington. And oh, I did it again. Why do I keep doing that? Listen, I'm trying to help you, guy. You're not helping yourself here. All right. So, yeah. Went three, finished the year winning three straight. Cowboys yeah. finished 10 and seven ahead of the Eagles. Realistic. I can believe that. All right. Let's go, Washington. Who you got? Chargers. Obviously, I'm on the wagon. So I, I like the Chargers. Okay. I, I think Justin Herbert's going to take a jump this year. I think he's going to learn how to win those close games. I think Washington and the Giants are both pathetic franchises going <laughs> nowhere, but I think the Giants are going nowhere more than Washington. So I think Washington wins that game at home. Okay. Yeah, no way. They're beating the Bills. Absolutely no way. <laughs> There's no way. Um, again, I don't think they're going to Atlanta and win that game either. I am a little more high on the Falcons. I, I don't Wait. think they're going to be – you know what? I don't think they're going to win the next five games here. So we have the Falcons basically sweeping the division? I don't know about that. Well, hey, you know. That is the NFC East. It's true. So right, I, so I, I'm, a little, I'm a little high on the Falcons. I just – I, I think I think Smith. I should have given you the Cowboys and myself the Washington football team because I'm a little higher on Washington than you are. But what do you what are you actually high on though? Like their defense is, is de- good, sure. Like their front seven five, is good. No, no, their secondary is solid. I think their defense is solid, but it's not good enough to make up for a dismal we'll offense. We'll All see. right, you you lie to yourself and act like Ryan Fitzpatrick something exciting at quarterback. Um, you know what? I can't have them lose five in a row, so I'll give them the Saints. They can beat the Saints, but they're not beating the Chiefs. And I'm assuming Aaron Rodgers on the Packers, so I'm going to say that they lose them as well. Wait, my guy, I picked the Chiefs, and then I picked them, picked them to beat the Saints. You really struggle know, with this. I don't know why I keep clicking on that. Did you test this website before you wanted to give it a go? Yeah, I've used this many years. I just, I'm just dumb. It does. Okay. Well. Yeah. All right. How about Week Eight, Washington versus the Broncos? I, I didn't realize how much shit talking and hatred we would give the Broncos, but I'm I not going to end it now. Fuck Nick's not going to like it. He's the Broncos. The Broncos fan, stink. So. Unless they get Aaron Rodgers, then they'll be committed. But that team is just, there's no excitement to that team for yeah. me. And they have a bye um, week. And then off the bye, Tampa Bay is in town. Oh, they get a repeat of their playoff matchup. I Which was expect- actually very close. It's the closest game, game the Buccaneers had yeah. all playoffs. Um, I still expect Brady to beat them. Okay. And then we have week 11 against the Panthers. I'll give them the Panthers game. I okay. think they can beat the Panthers. That's, you know, Ron, oh. you know what? That's Ron Rivera coming back home. I think he's going to be juiced up and ready to go and That's get the true. boys ready. And they're going to win the win that game for him. Um, Seahawks are a weird team. That's another team. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they took a, a dip 
Uh, but you know what? Monday Night Football, I'll, I'll lie to myself. I think Ron Rivera is going to come off a big win going back to Carolina. I, I think they could do it. Okay. The Raiders, the only team I've criticized more than the Broncos. I'm not letting them win going with the football team. All right. And then we have them losing to the Cowboys, beating the Eagles. No, losing the Eagles. Losing the Cowboys. They'll beat the Eagles, and I think they'll beat the Giants too at the end of the year. I think the Giants are going to be pretty out of the division run. Mm-hmm. Um, we're at eight nine, so you could, uh, you know, the way this is shaking out, the Washington would have a chance, I guess, at the division at the end of the year. So I, I think they'll win that game. Okay, eight and nine, I can see that. That's not that's not super far fetched. I can see like I honestly the way this is all coming out is very much how this division could could go. So let's just do. Um, We'll just go back and forth. I'll do one week, you do the other for whichever ones we haven't done. So I'll start. Um, these poor Broncos, they're going 0-4 against the NFC East. I'm taking, <laughs> taking the Giants. And well, then, now, I got, now I got the Falcons, and I kind of want to stay hyped on them. And I, I don't think the Giants are going to be very good. So I'm, I'm going to let the Falcons go 4-0 in the division. 4 and I don't see that happening, but we'll see. Uh, Giants, Saints. Yeah, I'm going to go Saints. Giants, Rams. Thank God the Eagles don't have to play the Rams or the Seahawks. Yeah, I, I actually, I think the Rams are going to be a very, very good team this year. I, I, I have them as a, a strong Super Bowl contender. If you factor uh, I in, I don't know Super Bowl, but I, I think they'll make playoffs. I look at the NFC. Assume you know who the hell knows what's going to happen with Green Bay. They could go from Super Bowl contender to irrelevant if Aaron Rodgers gets moved. Yeah, the. Buccaneers are the Buccaneers. You know, they're defending Super Bowl champs, and I expect them to be in the running again. No one really excites me. Um, the Rams are the next team in the NFC, in my mind, that, you know, as Super Bowl contender. I think Matt Stafford's going to have a big year. I, I think McVay's system has been figured out a little bit, but I don't think McVay's a bad coach. I think that he was held back a little bit by Jared Goff and, you know, the poor decisions he makes. I think bringing in Stafford is going to let McVay open up his offense a little bit more and get creative again. And I think it'll help make up for the fact that, you know, they don't have much of a run game where I think the run game was making Jerry Goff look better than he actually was like with, when Todd Gurley was there in the prime years of McVay's um, Mm -hmm. coaching tenure. But I do, I like the Rams, man. They have a good defense. I've always been a Stafford fan. I think if you put Stafford on a team that's competent and doesn't rebuild every other year, I, I thought Stafford, you were giving a lot. You were giving a lot of shade to Stafford. I had him in my top ten quarterbacks. I don't think you had him in your top ten. Because you know what? Because I, I, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm furious that I have to repeat this to you. But <laughs> it's all about what I thought they were going to do in the 2020 season. And if I started uh-huh. my team, where would I want them? I didn't expect them to leave the Lions. I didn't expect that to happen with the rankings. So I was not going to be optimistic about his 2020. And he's an older guy with a lot of injury history. And yeah, but they gave up a lot to get him. So. But you know what? Go for it. You know, McVay's not going to be coaching forever. He doesn't have a Gruden 10-year deal. He already got embarrassed in the Super Bowl. He needs to – I think he needs to rehab his image. McVay, I think, is on a very critical year this year. Isn't he like 39 years old? Yeah, but you know what? The Wonderkin, the smartest coach in the NFL kind of allure has rubbed off. Doug yeah. Peterson got fired, and he won an actual Super Bowl. That's true. Tom McVay, you know, came in. He was cute. He was fun. He, you know, he flexed his muscles. He stayed in shape and had the cool little shark spiky fin thing in Bob that people do. But you know what? Since then, he's embarrassed himself in the Super Bowl. Jared Goff has regressed mightily, and this team has gone nowhere. What are the Rams now? A very good defensive team. I think Stafford is going to help rehab McVay's image. And I hope he does, because, man, if they don't look good this first year, oh, it's going to be rough for them because you don't have any draft picks. And you better hope that Stafford and McVay find it because you don't have any way of fixing this after this. You know, we're doing the Giants schedule, right? Not the Rams. Yeah, I know. You just, you just gave a glowing review of the Rams. Oh, they're going to be great. To be fair, the <laughs> most talked about teams we've done so far, the Broncos, Falcons and Raiders, we haven't done either of their schedules. So, yeah. you know, we're all over the place. We're, you know, optimistic people. Yeah. Yeah. I will say it's going to be weird um, seeing no Doug Peterson visor on the sideline. Like that first game is going to just be so awkward. I feel like, like watching it. Is it going to be awkward because you're going to look at the sidelines and 
look at a whole bunch of random faces and not know who the actual head coach is. Cause if you showed me Nick Seriani in the lineup right now, I probably couldn't identify him. I know what he looks like by now. I've watched enough press conferences, but yeah, he, I mean, he literally looks like a regular dude. <laughs> so. Yeah. I, I, it took, in my eyes, he is a regular dude. He could be coming off the streets. You know, I yeah. know he's, but well, um, we digress. The poor Panthers. I feel like we had them lose to everyone. So I'll give them a win there. Uh, I guess yeah. they're going to lose to the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, that, that's not happening. Yeah, so uh, give me the Chiefs. Um, we shit on the Raiders enough, so I'll take the Giants. <laughs> oh, look at you. All right, that's cute. Bye week. And then, wow. So the Giants and Washington both go into their bye and leave it going into Tampa. That's terrible. <laughs> not going to lie. This schedule worked out pretty easily because I've had three of my Super Bowl contenders back to back to back here. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going Buccaneers. Okay. Dolphins are ooh, that's an interesting game. That is interesting. Um I'm gonna have the Giants win that one. I would have gone the same way, yeah. I, I do think that the Giants beat the Dolphins, but I, I think the Chargers beat the Giants. You think Chargers win? Yeah, you know, you're home. Giants are, you know, traveling across the country. Uh big, big stretch yeah. of games against the you know Cowboys and Eagles the next couple weeks afterwards. We'll see. And then the last game, Giants and Bears. I mean, this is Bears maybe competing for wild card. Is Justin Fields is Justin Fields the quarterback at this point? Oh, I would assume so. I would but, assume so as well. Um I don't think they're gonna be a lot of people are giving them a lot of hype now. I don't see it yet. I don't know why? I mean yeah. their defense, they have a good defense. They need to take advantage of that, but uh, I'm gonna take the Giants to take a late season win and then where they finish at five and 12. I don't think they'll be that bad, but honestly, it would not surprise me. I really don't think besides the Cowboys, because I do think the Cowboys would be much better with Dak out there besides yeah. the Cowboys. I really don't think this division is going to be much better than it was last year. Honestly, you know, I mean, while... looking at it right now. So we have Cowboys winning the East at 10 and seven, four and two division record. Then we have the Eagles coming in second. Nine that is eight. extremely optimistic. I, I just, <laughs> if you tell me the Eagles nine and eight, I just, that number doesn't sound right from what I know from the roster. I know the situation they're in, that number just doesn't sound right. I know, but like going through it, I feel like we picked pretty fairly. I don't, I don't think we gave them any like bias really. Yeah. But just how, how, if we, like, if we were biased, we would not let them go two and six at home. <laughs> that's that's true but you know something about them makes me feel like, away just does not look right either though <laughs> you know they're gonna lose either the jets or the lions game they're gonna lose one of them and i'll be so pissed i hope it's not the jets game because if they lose that game and then go into the bye week and then you have this onslaught of divisional teams i'll just be so defeated so deflated on the season uh, i just it'll just take everything out of me but you know they're gonna lose one of those games yeah but so yeah we have eagles in second at nine and eight four and two division record Washington eight and nine three and three division record then the New York Giants five and twelve one and five in the division who did we have them beat oh they beat Dallas once I think yeah you let them lose to Washington twice wow the Eagles go four and two at the division that would be nice yeah I mean I I think besides the Giants going five and twelve I think this is pretty reasonable I think I think all four teams will finish in this realm of like above a couple games below or below or a couple games below or above five hundred. So I think ten and seven for the Cowboys is pretty. I if I had to bet money on it, I would I would pick that record at any other options. But I'm not super uh, high on the Cowboys. I think I think they'll win the division, but I'm not like I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl or anything. If their offensive line can come back healthy. It's, I would say it's, you know, top five unit if it's healthy. I think that offense could be really, really good if things come in. You know, I expect CD Lamb to have a big year, second year. Yeah, Cooper's they've stud. They've been good every season. It's just they can't put it together on defense and they can't finish games. So, I mean, yeah, but you know what? They were putting up 100 points a game when Dak was healthy. And, so, I, I would expect that to continue. And I think I was talking to Nick um, the other day, but I'm like, the more and more, especially now that he's a Dallas Cowboys coach, like Mike McCarthy just is not as as good a coach as I thought he was. Oh, he's extremely overrated. Like he, cause, I mean, he had Rodgers, you know, when he was in Green yeah, Bay and course. stuff. But like, I don't. He just seems like 
not that exciting of a coach anymore. I don't know. But he reminds me of Mike Brown and uh, the old uh, Cleveland coach. Hmm. Like he coached LeBron those years and like they were contenders and they were good and everything. But like his legacy was just tied to LeBron where LeBron was so good that like I could have coached him probably to the Comets finals. The Cavaliers, and then, like, you said the Bron- You said the Browns. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. Le- Mike Brown, the basketball coach. I'm going, you know, cross sport platform here. Oh, now you're confusing me. All right, Mike, yeah, Mike Brown, former Cavs coach, yeah. Okay, well, yeah, uh, he, had, he had LeBron, and he made himself look really good, and when really it was just LeBron, and then he went on to, I think it was the Knicks job, if I'm correct, looked terrible, and then he's never got sniffed another head coaching opportunity since. I think Mike McCarthy's in more or less the same realm. You know, had Aaron Rodgers to make up his for his issues, came to the Cowboys, hasn't done anything really to impress me that much. There's been plenty of talent on that team. Yeah. especially offensively when he's supposed to be an offensive guy. Um, but yeah, I just... yeah. I mean, I, I don't, he, I remember hearing all those stories about how he had like basement, like he was doing his own like mock team and stuff and like doing his own scouting and had like a team in his basement or something like practicing. And then he went like, what did they go? Like five, how many, how many games did the Cowboys win last year? Like six. Seven, more than yeah, yes, six or seven, yeah. Because because Washington, I want to say actually it was six. I think yeah, because Washington won seven and nine. Yeah, because Dallas and and New York, I think tied at six wins. So, oh, and the Eagles were what four, eleven, and one. Pitiful. Yeah. Hopefully, oh, uh, are we gonna have any ties this year? We don't play the Bengals, so no ties. (laughs) No. I mean, well, tie. Let's put it this way: last year, if we did a schedule release episode last year. I can guarantee you we put the Bengals down as a win. If they find a way to tie against the Jets or Lions, which would be the equivalent of tying to the Bengals last year, I, I'll, I'll just lose my mind. I'll throw a chair and throw a window of whatever establishment I'm at. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Looking at this, like, I, I don't think they do any worse than 3-3 three and three in the division. Um, so I don't think there's too much wiggle room there. But, I mean, you could say, like, Raiders, Lions, Jets, they could get upset one of those. But I also think at the same time, between Niners, Chiefs, and Bucks, or and even Falcons, I think they could win one of those games too. So, yeah, I think nine and eight, uh, eight and nine is their their realm. So, so that came out well. That's exactly what I was what I was thinking. So, yeah. So we talked, you know, a lot on the Eagles. I broke mm-hmm. down the schedule. Are there any other games across the NFL that caught your eye? I know one I, that everyone's talking about. I think everyone's been waiting for is. Tom Brady going back to New England. And is there a single athlete going back to their former team that would be where they were more accomplished, more beloved, more of a, you know, just a spectacle than Tom Brady going back to the Patriots in sports history, not just football. Cause I don't think I can think of one, you know, well, maybe Michael going back to the bulls, but you know, that was, yeah. you know, a retirement or two after, yeah, this is, this is the second season. This is, the second season after he's left the Patriots and this first season he was gone, he won a Super Bowl. So he's still on top of the world. He's going back to his former team, which are expecting, you know, they're expecting to be a little bit better than they were last year. I can't think of a single return by any athlete in any sports, you know, game ever where it was more hyped or more talked about, more of a storyline than Brady going back to the Patriots. Yeah. At Foxborough. Yeah. So. It's, it is a tough stretch, though. I mean, they're going to play them. They're going to go to L.A. Then they'll have the Patriots game, which will be emotional. I can't imagine Brady's going to lose that game. That tells me he's going to be locked in on I that mean, one. It wouldn't shock me. Who knows who – I don't know if Cam, – is Cam going to be quarterback? Is Mac Jones going to – could you imagine the the Tom Brady replica Mac Jones – or not replica, but wannabe replica – goes in and, and beats Tom Brady in his homecoming. That'd be do you, nuts. Do you feel like Bill Belichick has just like spent 20 years with Bill, Tom Brady and just knows him inside and out that he just knows the defensive scheme to come out? Because I, I Considering like, Bill is a defensive-minded coach, yeah, I mean, it wouldn't shock me. But Would it surprise you if he's like been just waiting for this day for so long? He's seen him in practice so many times, probably criticizing the hell out of him every rep he's ever taken, you know, under his breath or probably telling him. I feel like he's got. I'd be interested to see what defensive scheme he comes up with to stop Tom Brady because 
listen, if that doesn't work, then Tom Brady just can't be stopped. You know, if Bill Belichick can't come up with a defensive plan to stop Tom Brady, then he just can't be stopped. Do you do you think there's any chance Tom Brady has a Drew Brees-esque season where he kind of falls off towards the end of the year and becomes a shell of himself? Man, I I, I don't know about I don't maybe know. not this year, but I think next year that could happen. But really, like I mean, at this point, he's older than Drew Brees was. Yeah, and he just won a Super Bowl. Like I had something about like he plays the game. It's not really like just his, you know, his his arm or his athleticism. It's just he's so smart. He'll never take a big hit. He just won't ever. It'll never yeah. happen. He always has his his you know his dump off or his check down. To be fair, he's had that his entire career. He's but that's always what I'm saying. Like he those. he had a relatively like his playoffs. He didn't really have to do too much. Like everything kind of fell right in place for him. I mean, even the Super Bowl was like almost like a, a cupcake walk for him. I don't think he was even touched. Well, that's that's Brady. He's not going to get touched. That was my biggest hesitation about him going to the Arian system because the Arians loves to get his quarterbacks killed while they look for the uh, downfield option. Mm. And, you know, obviously in a couple of, you know, the first couple of weeks it took him a little bit to get it going. But I think Brady eventually, you know, won in that argument. Like, listen, yeah. I'm not getting hit. I don't care what well, the play calls for. I'm not getting hit. NFC South fans probably love us because we have the Buccaneers and the Falcons going 4-0 against the NFC East. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're big, big NFC South yeah, people. Apparently. We hate that AFC West, but we love the NFC South. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're not we're not gonna go any more really in depth with the schedule right now. We'll have a you know, assuming we still do this come August, you know, we'll have we'll do an actual breakdown of you know other team schedules and stuff and predict just winners and whatnot but yeah, like I, mean, I said like i said this is christmas morning before you open the presents you come down you look at them they're all wrapped so nicely right in front of you you got the big boxes you know something's good and is uh in those big boxes but you don't know what it is yet you got the ones with the bows and the glitter and the nice wrapping paper it's all right in front of you you know some of them are gonna be terrible but you know some of them are great and that's the way I look at this schedule. I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe they knock off the Buccaneers. Maybe they knock off the Chiefs. Maybe they lose the Jets. Maybe they tie the Lions. Yeah, I love it. I, I love you get you get this, this view of what the season's going to be. You take your predictions. You make your guesses. And then it happens. And then it's nothing like you thought it was going to be. But it, it <laughs> excites you now because there's unlimited possibilities in what could happen. Yeah. I mean, every year we go in like thinking like I, we had, the, we were pretty hot. What do we have the Eagles go 11 to five, 12 and four last year. Sounds about right. We didn't realize how terrible they were until they yeah. tied the Bengals. But yeah, I mean, like I said, this team is just such a, a question mark. Cause we just don't know how the coaching staff is going to perform. Cause that's to me, that's the biggest question. I think, I think there's a lot of talent on this team. It just needs to be kind of tapped. Cause I mean, I look at it like now that they got, um, carry on Johnson like that that's like a top 10 running back room right now I think the wide receivers need a lot of work but I think there's Devontae yeah. Smith being there if Fulgham can be like you know somewhat of what he was doing in the beginning of the year I think Rager and Zeal play really well I think Hertz should have a good year as long as he like he's got the mindset to be great and he's been training all offseason for what I've seen if the line can stay somewhat healthy they'll be good and we got players coming back like the defense has got some talent too. Like I think they could compete. Like, you know, maybe make maybe make a wild card game or something. But that's being super optimistic. Yeah, I'll I'll end on this. But, but we'll have go, injuries and stuff. So it's, yeah, if they go nine and eight, I believe it was we had them. Yeah, I will be very surprised and very happy. I'll be happy with nine and eight. Oh yeah, I, I'm still. I mean, I'm still in the mindset that they might be looking at a top six draft pick again next year. I just – you really think, like, if if Jalen Hurts plays, you know, as he was playing last year, maybe a little better, you think they'll only win four or five games? See, it's – you know, the Saints game, he looked good, but there was a couple games he looked really bad. And it right, was but the he games... was, a, was a rookie and didn't have much of an offseason with COVID, and now he's got it's a true. full – No, listen, I like Jalen Hurts. I hope he wins. But I've seen these guys, these mobile guys. He did it in the Saints. Like, he was very mobile, and he caught them off guard, I think. But then, you know, coaches were starting to realize what he was and how to stop him. I'm worried about that. I'll, I'm curious to see. Now everyone's going to have tape on him. They're all going to know him. They're all going to prepare for him. We'll see what yeah. happens. 
unquestionable the defense you know are you really relying on Brandon Graham to again have another incredible year this late in his career he's, he's your best defender the way you look at it yeah um, Cox. your offense you basically your best players are on the offensive line and they're all coming off injury you know maybe they come back and you're looking at a top five unit maybe they're all injured again or they don't get back to their form and they're the Swiss whole offensive line you had last year. The weapons, you know, leave a little, leave a little bit to be desired, especially if you end up trading Zach Ertz. So it, it depends. I mean, nine and eight would, would make me very happy and I would be shocked, but Hey, I'm going to be optimistic. I'm going to wish for the best and we'll see what happens. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'm giving them between seven and nine wins, I think is very feasible for this talent on this team. Again, it comes down to the coaching staff and how they execute. So Very true. we'll see. But yeah, I mean, like I said, went according to plan. You know, no, not not too much bias here, I would say. Um, but you know, we'll see. We'll see. It's, that's the thing about the NFL is exciting, is that it's, you know, even though the season ended and we just had the draft, like now we're going OTAs and stuff and training camp. So it never really ends and Right There's around the corner to talk about. So, hey, three sixty-five—that's what they are. But yeah, it's always been—it's been a good one, as always. Always a pleasure. All right, well, I'll talk to you. All right, peace out. Peace.